Yes, yes, it's your boy Future Bound, and it's time for Viper Radio episode 5. Cannot believe we are 5 episodes deep already. Also can't believe that we're going back to playing shows finally, and you can feel it. The music that's coming through right now is on fire. And I'm going to give you a taste of some of that fire on this episode of Viper Radio. I'm going to give you brand new Black Crows, Metric and Graphics, brand new track by Disruptor on V. Also got brand new music by myself from B-Motion and a killer from K9. Also, I'm going to give you world exclusives from VOE, Sol, and a naughty world exclusive from Dosser and Locust. So hold tight for that. And this month's Futures Fire comes courtesy of Tengu and Maddie V. And it's rather tasty. And later in the show, I'm going to catch up with an old friend of mine and one of the juggernaut producers of drum and bass, of course, Mr. TC. So let's get to it, let's get involved, and let's open up with a brand new one from the brand new Viper signing, Soul, featuring Joshua Luke on vocals, and this one's called Let It Out, out now. Tell me if you're feeling something Tell me if you understand I've been working hard on making it or faking it Would you take me by the hand? Is this real? Or is it wrong? I got all the right ideas but not to string around But we got all the time in the world So let it out Vibes straight out of Sydney, Australia, by our latest Viper signing, Soul. And that features Joshua Luke on vocals. Lovely stuff. And let's go into one of my all time favorites by the legend of the game, Subfocus. The unmistakable sound of Rocket. And this is a hard one to take on if you're going to try and remix. But Wilkinson has done it justice. Let's go. Viper Radio. Let's go. 
Future Bound presents Viper Radio. Jeez, that's a hot record. First whale exclusive of episode 5. And it comes courtesy of our Austrian friends Dosser and Locust. And this one's called Prism. And this is going to be their next single. Dropping on Viper. Very fresh. I wouldn't expect anything less from Dosser and Locust. But let's keep it moving. Into more straight fire from Teddy Killers. Let's go.
It's Future Band, and you're listening to Viper Radio. And right now, tune in the background is a brand new thing by B Motion called Give You Up, featuring Anastasia. And that one's forthcoming on Pilot UKF. Absolutely raging. Love that. And don't forget, if you want to check what I've been playing on, on the show or any of the shows, you can head over to my socials if Instagram's your thing, Futurebound Viper or Viper Recordings, and you can see the full track list there. You can also get it on the Viper Recordings website. Also, if you're on Spotify and you want to hear all the latest Viper releases, head over to our official Viper Recordings playlist and give it a little follow so you can stay in tune with all the latest releases that we're doing. Since the start of 2021, I've been working hard curating a brand new album full of bland and exclusives for our brand new Sound of Drum and Bass 2021 album. And we're going to do a series of singles leading up to the album release in September. We've just dropped single one by Black Crows, the huge, the monstrous jungle demon. Single two will feature a brand new thing by myself and B-Motion, and that one's called Slap Suey, which I'm going to play you later in the show. And single three will be by this guy, Sol. We've got so much heat lined up for that album. And on the next episode, I'm going to give you a full rundown. I'm going to give you more exclusives to play you from the album. But let's get into this brand new Sol, and this one's called Need You. Radio.
These streets are getting colder than Alaska It's only feelings that we're after Eyes closing, heading for disaster Moss Eisley, Han Solo on the table blaster Unstable inflation, shot as manufacture Hiding from a police state, make it hard to capture Sliding past the briefcase, drowning out the laughter I usually improvise, I've never been an actor Bullet word and flicker through a chapter These streets are getting colder than Alaska It's only feelings that we're after Eyes closing, heading for disaster Moss Eisley, Han Solo on the table blaster Unstable inflation, shot as manufacture Hiding from a police state, make it hard to capture Slightly past the briefcase, drowning out the laughter I usually improvise, I've never been an actor You can't make this up Oh my love, the streets are cold, they're changing us Can't believe your danger Oh my love, the streets are cold, they're changing us You're listening to Viper Radio. It's Viper Radio. And you're in tune to Future Bound, and I'm giving you a selection of the hottest records that are doing it for me right now. My little 360 of DB. Right now, you're listening to a new artist on V Recordings called Disruptor. They've just dropped an EP, which I'm absolutely loving, and this is one of the lead tracks from it featuring DRS. Magical stuff. And before that, I played you something new by a guy called DJ Ride. And that's forthcoming on Vision. As I said at the start of the show, so excited that we're able to go back to playing DJ shows again, playing live. Nothing beats it. It's been 16 months. Feels like an eternity. I cannot wait to get back on stage. So let's move into something brand new from one of our latest signings on Viper out of Adelaide, Australia, VOE. The Aussies are ruling our Viper roster right now. We're going to have to shape up Europe. We're going to have to shape up. This is brand new, world exclusive from these guys. And it's called Enemies, which is part of their forthcoming EP on Viper. You can push me away, but the hearts are behind. And maybe we'll do something different if we had the time. But right now's not perfect and I've got no fight. Let's put up our walls It makes more sense than anything Why oh, I'm feeling it all We just get hurt like enemies If I had the chance To change everything I would fly to your call But you wouldn't be there anyway
sounds of VOE. It's a brand new track from them called Enemies. I'm tipping these guys for big things. I'm going to say it. I'm going to put it out there. Future Down presents Viper Radio. Right, I think it's time to move into this month's Futures Fire. And I've gone for something new from two guys who are really starting to push through and make moves. A guy called Tengu and Maddy V, who many of you may know from Car Bars with Belly Man. This one's called Underneath the Shadows. Future's Fire. You're trying to find an answer, trying to find a reason. Can't go any faster because you got to face your demons. Secrets, you can keep them. The rules never cheat them. Find the strength inside of you to fight and you will beat them. No turning back, now your feet are off the ground. No sudden movements and not a single sound. Into the unknown, are you ready? Here we go. A place where no one goes. No, no. This month's Future's Fire by Tengu and Maddie B. Something called Underneath Shadows. Nice work, guys. Okay, let's move into single two of the new Viper Sound of Drum and Bass 2021 album. And it's a brand new thing by myself and B-Motion. Something called Slap Suey. A little heavy hitter for the floor. I got my speakers turned up loud and I'm listening to Viper Radio, yeah?
Future Band and you're in tune to Viper Radio, episode 5, and I've just been riding through a sequence of heaters for you, starting with my brand new track called Slap Subi with B-Motion, and then I went to something that's going to take people's heads off, brand new K9 called Higher, and then into this, probably one of the biggest things on the scene right now, TC on the rework for Astronaut in the Ocean. And speaking of TC, let's get him on. What you know about rolling down in the deep? So with the man TC, Tommy, what's going on, bro? What's going on, bro? You alright? Yeah, man, I'm all good. I'm all good. I am so glad to be alive right now. I just got to say, like, it's an amazing time to be alive. Being able to do what we do, even though there's some madness going on all around the world, I'm just gassed right now to be like alive filled with gratitude kindness humility empathy for others bruv like i just really feel like we're in a such a special time right now do you know what i'm saying like the ability for us to be able to reach out and just be on the internet and do this stuff making content it's just amazing yeah i mean i was gonna say mate i mean the last 16 months have been really heavy for everyone haven't they you know and um but out of everyone in our industry that i know you've really been flying the positivity flag you know and kind of trying to keep the spirits high man and you know i really respect that from you and also mate you know you've always give off your knowledge from anything that you've ever gained within the industry mate and that's so important, man. Do you know what I mean? Everything that you do is like you want to share to others. You want to, you want to help new producers and anyone coming into the game. You want to kind of share any knowledge of like do's and don'ts and whatever. But as I say, yeah, I mean, it's been really hard for everyone. But what, what is it that's energizing you at the moment, man? Bruv, I am so guessed with the idea of being in service to other people and being in service to drum and bass. It's like the core sort of value that I hold and under that comes all of this stuff so you're saying like like, uh, uh, giving away knowledge I mean that is not in service to myself or even to the people I'm giving the knowledge to it's in service to drum and bass so that we get better tunes so that we can sort of you know everybody rises all the everything rises all the good tunes are coming through there is so much amazing drum and bass right now it is ridiculous bruv yeah, 100%. I totally agree. Um, I mean, that's the school I came from, mate. It's about, you know, whatever you learn. Um, it's about passing that on to the new generation, you know what I mean? So they can come through and pass the baton on to them so they can take the scene that you're involved in to the next levels, you know? Yeah, it's not, it's not about holding back on anything that you've learned. I think there was so much of that when I was coming through. I feel like, honestly, you know, people didn't want to show you the little tips and tricks. No, I understand some of that. I mean, there's obviously certain little things that I'm not going to share with everybody because that's part of like the sound that you have. Uh-huh. But you've got to help people to come through. And I feel like there was a lot of like almost uh, the competitive sort of edge was so much back in the day and I feel like now the barriers to like entry are completely broken down with the internet. I've also enjoyed mate the uh, some of the big ups that you've been doing about other people's tunes online. I'm all about this music and I'm not going to hit every single do you know what I mean I'm not going to hit every tune that's massive but there's certain tunes and they need to be recognized you know people like Spy bringing his new label through like there's all these sort of things where like I feel like my my it's my, my responsibility you know to sort of like promote that even though it's not my brand it's not my sort of thing I just don't care anymore no it's brilliant I love what you're doing Tom keep keep it going mate um 
I gotta say, mate, you know what? When our government gave us the roadmap back in March and kind of then they pulled it in three weeks ago. Yeah. I've, I've never had this feeling of feeling so flat and also angry at the same time. Um, but then I'd see some of your posts online and I'd think to myself, well, come on, it ain't that bad. You know, there's worse things in life. That's what I'm all about, mate. I just there's a thing, right? Sanzu's art of war. Always give your enemy hope because it will be their undoing. So the reason why I believe they gave out that roadmap was just to be like, so everyone's like, yay! And then they can just cut us off and be like, nah, that's not going to happen. And it's all just, I feel like it's a bit of a strategy. I'm, I'm not really like a conspiracy theorist, but it does feel like there might be sort of like a property play going on here, maybe with like, I agree. you know, try and buy up club property or something's going on. There's a weird, like, mate, they don't want this music because it's like subversive. It makes people think in different ways. It makes you sort of go down different avenues with the way that you think about like the establishment of society and that kind of stuff. So I feel like there is this sort of play against, which is weird because it's, it's only this country that seems to be doing that. In France, they're looking after their artists. In New Zealand, they're looking after their artists. You know, it's just, it, yeah. it feels like, and that, what's, what really boggles my mind, the biggest thing is this is like a multi-billion dollar industry, the music industry from the UK. Yeah. Uh, how, how are they not supporting us, bro? We're not playing. I think I've seen something that's like $6 billion per year is generated from like the scene and the music industry. Yeah. This, this ain't no joke, you know? Really? We're all paying tax. I guess the thing to take away is just to be as super positive and just keep pushing the music because they can't take that away. You know, they, they cannot take away our access to the internet, yeah. our ability to be able to push DMBs, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah, absolutely, mate. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like a bit of a fool that I fell for the roadmap. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're going back and then... But don't let the anger get you, do you know what I'm saying? Because that's another play. Again, it's like anger is such a... It's the worst negative emotion. I always try and avoid any angry feelings. It's just a, simply a waste of time. Yeah. Like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to ask you, don't you, what advice would you give to anyone who's, who's actually been having those sort of emotions? And, you know, it's, it's understandable what's going on. I mean, what would you say? But you've just kind of answered that thing, you know. Exercise is a great outlet, isn't it? And just sort of like refocusing on hum being humble and gratitude and all the things that you've got in your life. Yeah. I don't really have any music coming out. Like, I'm not really coming, like, you like, do you want to come on the show? I'm like, I'd love to come on the show, but I don't really, I'm not really selling anything. No, I know, I know you're not. But you know what? Why, why I wanted to get you on the show, mate? Listen, like TC, like your tunes have never really left my set since you ever came on the scene. It's because they never come out, right? So I never put the tunes out so you could play them for like a whole year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of the reasons. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, that's one of the reasons. But I mean, but yeah, I was going through uh, a lot of your tracks the other week, and you know, sometimes when, when you want to find a little classic to bring back in the set, and I was just going through all your tracks, and there were so many. Look at all these tunes like Deep, like Jump, Game Over. Where's my money? Borrowed time. Like tap ho, do you rock? And right up to things I've like, the modern day classic of like, like sounds like TC. And I was just thinking, this guy has been like a juggernaut in for the for the game, man. It's it's crazy, you know what I mean? I'm just really enjoying making music. Uh, that's really what it is. And I got an amazing community around me of like I call them my wolf pack, all my all my like fan base. And we make tunes together, really. Like, I'm making tunes live, sort of once or twice a week, just jump on the thing. There's like 60 of us on there. It's not crazy. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And I just like make a tune and hang out with them guys, talk to them. Uh, some days I make a really shitty tune. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but we all do that, you know. No, I know, but it's just real, right? And like, but some days you you hit that magical sort of like yeah thread, and you're just like yes, and I'm dancing around the studio, and everyone's gassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like you know, it is just about I'm just making music, I'm just enjoying making music, and some things come out, some things don't come out from production. Like the, the most simple stuff really works for me, and that's really my style. Is like. I'll go into my garage and record my drums on a, like a drum kit and you know I don't put hardly any processing on it because it goes through like a really expensive like you know like 
expensive microphones into an expensive preamp. The sound is already set before it gets into the computer. All I got to do is just put a limit on the end and like the tune really comes together. So from a production standpoint, I'm much more on that sort of like dub reggae, that real sort of vibe of like, you know, I'm not trying to like change the world with plugins. So, and I've always been that sort of vibe. So, Tom, out of all those tunes that I just reeled off then, all the anthems that you've made, which one would you say was the game changer and which one was your favourite out of all them? I think like the game changer was Deep yeah. for me. was like That was just really the tune where everyone in the scene was kind of supporting. And I think really it was like Brian G who kind of actually kind of broke that tune. He played it a lot. Um, and then I would say the one that I'm most sort of kind of proud of the execution is Get Down Low. Because it was like from an idea, I watched a show in, I played a show in Bucharest in Romania. And that's their thing at that show was everyone gets down before the drop and then they will jump up. And in my mind, I was like, and I was, I was just like, that's a tune. That's a tune. <laughs> yeah. And I sat on that idea for like three or four months and it just kept coming into my head. And I was like, okay, I need to just execute. And then I, like the most wonderful things happen when you, like I sent the tune before it was finished to my boy Construct in Los Angeles. And he was like, you know what? You need to have a siren at the, thing, at the beginning of this tune to sort of tell everyone that this tune is coming in. So that's why it's got that at the beginning because it's like he's like you need to sort of like what is it like almost sort of announce with a siren that the, the big tune or whatever is coming in yeah 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 Bruh smashed it with that advice Claxon it's like I'm never yeah man I, mean, it's, I love sending tunes to people like my close family you know these hits they come along they come into your head and then you like you want to execute them in the best way possible and it's just about like capitalizing on them as much as you can at the time when it's like hot you know what I mean but they sort of last a while you know with like obviously when you do tracks and stuff you always kind of get them out early doors to guys like myself and whatever and kind of really early yeah 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 and, and that's brilliant because I always believe in the kind of dub plate sort of way of breaking the doors down and kind of getting it and building it over time you know all this kind of sending out a release on the day of the release and stuff I, I'm not in it man what's your take on it man I think it depends on your business model. If you're like coming through and you're already massive and your core thing is to get Spotify plays and radio, then maybe that as a strategy is not a bad idea to just put the tune out because your fan base are going to jump on it anyway. And you've already got the ability to kind of break the tune because you've got the reach already but I'm not really that guy so I have to send my tunes out to all the DJs first so that they can kind of be in the universe before I go like here it is you know what I'm saying nah that's the point I'm trying to make you know what I mean it's that way of building from the, your people within the scene you're from they're on the front line aren't they they're the ones who are going to test it and break it you know and um but yeah, man, um, I mean, some of the things that you've done over time, I was just like, you forgot, you forget how many big tracks that you've made, man. It's crazy. I tried really hard. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, what's the plan, bro, in terms of like over, over um, you know, obviously the pandemic and all that? Have you been purposely not releasing? Because I remember when it started, I thought, whoa, okay, really, we make records to kind of excite our live side and kind of, you know, you know the points make prizes. And I thought, if we can't DJ out, why, why, why would I want to release any records right now? You know, I'm not prolific in terms of banging out tunes all the time. Has that been the same thing for you, mate? You've kind of like pulled back. Because I know you, last year was like Sounds Like TC was the only one that you released. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about like the industry and Spotify and that kind of stuff. It's, it's a really cool opportunity and it does bring in a bit of you know, revenue and stuff from my point of view. But, you know, I've got other businesses. I like, you know, you can go on tcdnb.com and you can get samples and presets and presetfood.com. So I'm, you know, giving back a little bit to the production side of things. And that really sort of just helps to support me as an artist anyway. And I love, I love the dub plate culture. So I'm just sort of like making tunes. And I feel like nowadays it's really about making all them tunes and then kind of allowing the market to decide which is a big tune and what's just, what's not a big tune. It's not for me yeah. to say, ah, uh, 
you know, like this tune's big or that tune's big. I need to get a phone call off like you or you know, I need to I need to have somebody say, Tom, that tune is absolutely smashing it and playing it every day. You need to put it out. And so that's really why I'm not really the guy to be putting out like loads of singles all the time. I want the right tunes to come out. There's not a project that I've got right this second. I've got a lot of things sort of in the workings. I've been in the studio with Jake's quite a lot. I really want to do a project with Jake's. But I just want it to be, uh, have a lot of feeling to it, you know, make a statement with it. And not particularly like political or anything like that, but literally just from a musical point of view, I want to come with, you know, a really good package of like, you know, content. So when you're actually genuinely feeling vibes, and I know that feeling as well, let's say when you start on an album, you, you can't force an album. You can't go, okay, I'm, no. now I'm going to do an album. I was like, and I think the best albums happen by accident, don't they? Do you know what I mean? Where you're six singles in or six records in or whatever, and you're like, hmm, you know, this, this is happening here. You know what I mean? This is the time to do it. I, I think writing for the DJ's set is the most important kind of motivating factor from my point of view. I found that if I've tried to ever make an album before, and had a folder on my desktop called album and then just put try to make tunes for an album or construct an album it doesn't feel like it's really documentation of the time that i've lived you know with a if i was to do an album now i've got like last year's tune bags of tunes this year's bags of tunes and i could just pick and choose from the like you know I, i'm quite prolific in terms of the amount that i write you know so usually it's about sort of 10 to 15 tunes a month on a normal month and then some months are like crazy 30 tune madness. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm not really like a massively technical producer. I've always been that guy to just sort of, you know, I, I feel like it's a bit like high contrast or, you know, I'm just much more kind of organic and I'll just, yeah. I'll just sort of like, you know, I, I feel like Deep wasn't really finished even when it came out, but it was just, it's, it is what it is. There's, there's not a lot in there. There's like four tracks. There's like the vocal, drums, bass, and then like a little effects track, and that's it, really. I think it really goes back to the producers that inspired me the most, like Premiere and Pharrell and Dr. Dre. Their tunes, you know, there's not a lot really in there, like the hip-hop sort of mentality. There's only a few little tracks, and it's about like the arrangement and the vibe. And... I really love sort of really punchy sounds, so like really crispy sounds. So like sourcing sounds from their original places is what really matters to me. So, you know, a little bit of hardware synths sometimes and a lot of recording, a lot of like recording instruments and, um, you know, percussion as well, particularly is, is a big thing for me, man. Right, okay, okay. There's one little bit of percussion that you always use, and I, I always wonder what it is. It's like a cowbell sort of kind of a loop that you've always used in your tracks. And that is the TC signature. It's actually speaking spells that have been like, uh, what's it called? Like mangled. So the circuitry has been like added to so that they're all messed up. And then I took take out the tiny little cuts from that. Right. And then I've, I've actually built like a whole contact instrument now with, all my, with a skin as well, with like, I don't know, 127 different hits and I just sort of like build a little percussive line off that and I always sort of pitch it or filter it or like mess around with it to keep it interesting in the tune but yeah it's just like I've got really into just kind of what do they call it circuit bending I think they call it right okay toys basically and you can just cut out little mashed up sort of robotic sort of vocals out of there Crazy, crazy. That's what it is, yeah? Mad, mad. So, yeah, you were saying about you, you'd like to work on a project with Jake's. I mean, Jake's has been there from the start, and he beat you, man. He, you know, we started like, with Deep, and he's been on so many of your records, and he's been such a instrumental part of this whole bass music scene in the UK, hasn't he? I mean, he was, if I go back to it, like, Jake's was one of the first people like, I, I recognised for the dubstep movement in the UK, do you know what I mean? Yeah, man, Jake's kind of invented um, that whole rhythm kind of sound that that sort of I don't know it's almost like it's almost techno infused sort of yeah 
those repetitive bass lines in the dubstep thing. And Jake's always, also used to work with like Easy Rollers back in the day as well. And he's right, done yeah. some stuff with Demo Mass and and uh, Tech Itch. And, you know, he's, he is very prolific. And now he's working with like E9. He's got a few bits with him and just supporting so much, you know, he's my proper good friend. I speak to him daily. So, right, yeah. you know, um, I just, I just so gas for everything that he's got going on. He's also on this sort of super positive tip as well, trying to get him in the studio as much as possible. We've done two recording sessions now, and uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to get him back in for like a two-day sort of like marathon recording and writing session where we can just. Do you kind of go in with Jake's? Would you start it with like with a the bare bones of like just a beat and like you'd, you'd work on the bass as you're going along is that how you would do it or would you have a number of instrumentals so many tunes from the past I literally just I'll pick out something that never came out that we could work up to being something and a lot of times it's literally just to have a beat in the background for him to vibe on and then maybe I'd take that off and we'll just do it on another tune or I'll make something new with the vocal that he's made but you know, I just want to bring vibes, so I just sort of bring him as much vibes. The other thing for recording, I think that's super important, is to make sure that the atmosphere is right. Always got, I've always got him like a bottle of water. I'm at service to him, give him a little food, you know, cook up a salad or something, nothing too heavy. And just, <laughs> just sort of like, you know, make sure that it always seems like a good environment, yeah. like a nice place to be. And it's always encouragement as well. When you're working with a singer, just like that sounds amazing maybe you could try this maybe you could try that you know just that bringing that positive energy to that environment comes through on the vocal i think at the end of the day what's going on bro what's what's next to me do you want to dj a lot tom when you go back no i don't really want to do that i think i want to pick certain gigs that i feel like are going to bring the best value um, but I don't feel like I want to be doing like five gigs a weekend anymore. So quality over quantity then? Yeah, you know, I just I just want to get into like a more kind of chilled vibe with the gigs and I'll still do gigs. Yeah. But whether I'm going to do as many as I did before, I'm not sure if my value lies in playing gigs really that much anymore or if it's more about, you know, bringing content to the internet and building brand from that aspect. I feel like it's more kind of more of like a healthy way of living really like I just lay in the sun for 40 minutes before I came on this thing you know what I'm saying <laughs> I was going to say your cheeks are looking now. a little bit rosy bro you know sunshine it's really good for you you know I know it is I know it is yeah mate really enjoying it though really 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 enjoying every single day it's a blessing to be alive mate really is. no it is yeah it is yeah 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 and um, I've got to say it once again mate thanks for all the positivity that you're putting out there man with on the internet to everyone you know what I mean awesome well thank you I've got to say, I'm loving what you're doing with the radio show, interviews, content. It's all helping everyone to like learn a little thing, hear all the new tunes. It's brilliant. It's really cool. I, I really respect Thanks, man. Wicked, wicked, wicked. Thanks for coming on board, man, and kind of like chatting and kind of tell us what you've been up to and speak soon, yeah? Nice one, mate. Peace. Cheers, bro. Fight assemble! <laughs> <laughs> Future Brown presents Viper Radio. Viper Radio. Always great to catch up with my friend TC. Absolute legend of the scene. And I'm sure you know a lot of his latest tracks. But you should dig deep and listen to what this guy's made over the years. Anthem after anthem. Also head over to his TC DB tour on YouTube, where he also catches up with a lot of players in the scene. Really cool. But now it's time to open the Viper Vault as we close the show. And I've picked out one of DB's biggest names in recent times, who made one of their first releases on Viper back in the 2000s. It's the sound of Sigma, and this one's called Dawn Alarm. Hope you've enjoyed episode five. And join me next month for more of the same. And I'm going to be back giving you the very best in DB. Playing you all on new music that's forthcoming. Until then, stay safe. Peace.
Viper Radio. Don't forget to follow Instagram forward slash Futurebound Viper.